thank you for um, doing an authentic conversation with Kim. Thank you so much for allowing my authentic conversation with Kim to be a part of your day. I stopped to say Happy New Year. Um, we have made it across. Um, we've made it across. And so that's a good thing, right? And 2024, in our anticipation and expectation of wonderful and delightful and um, endurance and conquering and victory and all of that good stuff and blessings in 2024, in the name of Jesus, I am, as you guys know, thankful for just another moment, another day. I'm really trying to do my best to navigate through life in a way of feeling secure, if that makes sense. Uh, even though there's a lot of instability in the world and in situations and circumstances, I think that we come to a place of having some level of confidence and security. But again, it's not in me, right? It's in the God that I serve is in something greater than me because again if it was left up to me or to you we would literally be in trouble for real for real and so that part um I just I just wanted to say happy new year I don't really know what's ahead of us um but we know who holds the future and we know that again we have been um taught we have um, come to the knowledge of, we have gathered a little bit more wisdom and knowledge and information on this journey to help us to navigate through life and life happenstances and circumstances. So that gives us a little level of security. And then it's funny because again, you sit and be like, you know, and then figure out, you find out that you really don't know or you thought you knew and then find that you did not know, right? Um being more purposeful, more directed in the things that we need to do, understanding that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper, excuse me, which is a good thing to know based on the fact that there are wolves in the world and evil in the world. We can't negate that, but again, um, we're mindful of our ability to conquer our ability to win, our ability, our ability to persevere, to become better people um, in this journey called life. You know, I think we take a lot of this stuff for granted, right? And we just literally <laughs> be going through the motions. And when somebody finds themselves in the depths of talking about it or dealing with it, it's like, oh, well, it's too much, even though I think individually we con we contemplate a lot of this stuff called life. And, you know, in my thoughts and my mind, it would not make any sense to have done all that we do for the greater good and then not end up reaping a harvest thereof. Or, you know, you've done the greater good and, you know, put up the good fight and yet and still not being able to rest in green pastures or not being able to see the salvation of the Lord in the land of the living or not find yourself in the kingdom of God or you know again not being able to benefit from that in which you've sown and you've invested whether it's somebody's life or your own life or your time and energy for uh, a gift or for um, a trade or for whatever it is like 
the manifestations thereof of where our energy and our positive energy and our resources and stuff go, right? And we've been the benefits thereof. And again, you know, we become we could become so cynical because when we look at the world and we look at people and we look at look at how things are actually done and you know how people really don't care for the most part for the next man or their fellow man and it's more about you know staying in their place and doing what they need to do and climbing a ladder and so on and so forth and so you know really trying to balance that out and you know I mentioned this before just aiming to find peace in the midst of the storm peace in the midst of all that's going on and I think the older you get the more peace you require or want to acquire for your life it's sad I think about um I know two people right now well four people but it's a couple so then there's two it's weird you know they are currently going through um, marital problems and then you ask yourself like how did we get here been there done that right you you're like, okay, well, we started on this journey together or we got together on this journey and now we're about to part on this journey. Um, and you have to go your separate ways now. And how does that work? And how do you navigate? And it's a new beginning for them for the most part. You know, one for um, not as long as the other. And so when you think about that and you're in there's their, their lives and you know I went through a divorce when they were you know happily married right um and so now and you never want divorce you never really want it right I mean in my mind I never wanted a divorce and then you realize I had somebody tell me like divorce exists for a reason and I think that after you've exhausted everything and then you have a person that's not willing or able or capable to maintain a marriage, then I guess the divorce in and of itself is, you know, a practical step to take. I'm not big on separation for long periods of time, me personally, because most people who I've known has just been separated, they never go and actually get a divorce because they just not living with the person and living their best life or whatever, and they okay with that. And they never actually solidify that they don't want to be married to this person by putting it in paper. And the thing about marriage is that, yeah, you have the verbal and you have the actual presence of the individual, but you also have the civil union and a contractual agreement on paper. And until that is resolved, you are technically legally still married and you have people who don't want to go through all of that for whatever reason and now you hear going and I've talked about this before you going and make relationships with other people but you have not handled your official civil or legal business and so me personally I'm not big on separation and then it's so crazy because you're always hopeful like okay 
we can come back from that, right? We can come back from the infidelity or we can come back from a fall or we can come back from you walking away or we can come back from whatever it is. And so you, I guess one is hopeful for restoration and that means where again, a divorce is not actually needed. And you say, okay, Kim, beginning of the year, first day year why is this a conversation because what I mentioned what I said is that even though we've got into a new year we still got business to handle from an old year and I and I and I think about that right and some people are actually going through this for real for real like right now you know what I'm saying and so we get to a new year in hopes that we have a better understanding of what it is to come and what it is that we have to do. But the fact of the matter is a new year does not negate things that are currently happening. I, you know, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. And we want to gloss over certain certain situations and scenarios and people and act like oh no you know but for a moment yeah we can lay it down but for a moment but then you got to pick it up you got to run with it you got to handle your business and you got to do what you need to do and it's not a good look it's not a good feeling but again people make choices and I'm not going to tell somebody to stay somewhere where they not want it or to fight for something that is not worth fighting for because the other party and don't want it don't want it to be or you sitting here manipulating somebody and playing with somebody hard and because you're not sure what you want like we too grown and ultimately at the end of the day it really resides with both of those people who decided that they was going to get married when they decided that they was going to get married wasn't not near one of us involved in their decision now, we may have participated in the coming together and the celebration thereof, but when you deal with marriage and you deal with people, like, that's them. That's the choice that they made. And it's funny that we outside looking in and we could scrutinize and we could say everything about somebody in their marriage and what they should be doing and how they husband or how they wife or whatever and how they finance, whatever it is we sit and say, but it's ultimately between them two people who came together. And ironically, and which is sad, is that Unfortunately, many people don't want marriage. So you got two people that got married and then you got so much stuff contending against them becoming one. Because unfortunately, you got hateful, jealous, trifling people in this world. And it's not a all to be all, but it is something. And so it does um, propose at time a hindrance to the wellness of the marriage whether it be in-laws whether it be exes whether it be people it don't even matter and that energy is really hard to contend with when you have two people who are not astute to the fact that there is an enemy trying to destroy what it is that they decided that they was going to have or you have two people who are not in sync with one another as far as what it is that they need to do in order to stay together and then you ask the question too, is it just for a season, a reason, or a lifetime as far as marriage is concerned? And based on biblical principles, I would think marriage is to death do you part. But apparently in our life and in our world and culturally, that is not a thing. <laughs> like, you, you, it's just not. We not built like that, men and or women. You had marriages that lasted 50 and 60 years 
um, regardless of infidelity, alcoholism, uh, gambling, um, uh, abuse, uh, whatever it is that you could say that was most the hard, most cheated, most horrible thing, non-cooking and non-whatever, not the child father, not the child mother, whatever, no matter what it was, they stayed together because that's just what they did for whatever reason. I don't know her because they took the, the, the agreement to heart or I don't know it's because they didn't have an out or because they just wanted to stay or it was out of love. Like, I don't know. But now that we have options to actually leave and we are told that we don't have to put up with certain things or again it's based on a feeling or emotion or you know you out you you out here doing the most with anybody and everybody else outside your spouse so you know now you got options for divorce and you have options for separation and you and you have options not to work it out And it's not a good feeling and it's not, you know, okay. And, you know, it's funny how, you know, I don't wish that on nobody because what I know is when I start something for the most, it's not nothing in my life outside of my doctorate that I haven't completed. And then as God wills, I still have an opportunity and time to do that. But, you know, and again, my marriage, but you can't complete something with somebody who don't want to complete it. That part. And we could blame all kind of outside forces and we could blame all kind of people and we can blame, but those persons or that person made a decision that they no longer wanted to be in this relationship for whatever reason. And what we don't do, and y'all look all the way back, there's this hostage. We don't hold people hostage and we don't manipulate people either. And I'm about tired of you know, we got all the answers and yet and still we treating people like they are that like it's easy for them to come and go. Like and then again, when you decide that you want to play nice, then they got to play nice, too. And what if they decide not to play nice? Because, again, you bank on somebody else's relationship with the Lord and their niceness and their kindness. And you don't present your relationship with the Lord as kindness and niceness. And when that person decides that they not playing no more or they not playing at all, now it's, oh, it's the attitude or what's wrong or whatever. People get tired. People get fed up. It don't mean that they don't love God. They don't mean that they not morally apt. It don't mean that whatever. They just means that they want to protect their heart. They want to guard their heart because again, you have decided that they're not worth it or what you had is not worth it. Or again, it's, it's interchangeable or again, it could be let go. Or again, it's not a big thing. Or again, you could start all over or for whatever reason. And I, I, you have that choice. We have choices. Everybody has choices. But what we not going to do is based on your choice. Now you're going to be in your feelings when somebody else chooses that they don't want to play with you no more. That they okay with the fact that you decided to walk off the field. 
that you decided to forfeit or you decided to quit or you decided that you wanted to be traded or you decided whatever it is that you decided that somebody said, oh, okay. And they not begging you to do the right thing. They not begging you to stay. They not up in the ante. They not being, they not doing cartwheels. And this is male and female alike. I don't even know where we get this from. Like that, again, we can treat people any kind of way. And don't get me wrong, we have preferences. So if you don't feel like somebody is treating you the way you need to be treated or deserve to be treated or your value, because that's what we're saying now, your value, self-care, and all this other stuff that we're putting out here, if you don't feel like that is being awarded to you for whatever reason or you've been devalued in a relationship or somebody doesn't appreciate you or your wisdom or your kindness or whatever it is that you give you are totally free or should be to make another decision and to move accordingly now I say all that to say this too that we have to be very mindful going forward and we're older now so it's all good but teaching our young people which is now more imperative than ever that again you have to be wise and you have to be making some real decisions prior to talking about I do and I want to be married to somebody and please do not get me wrong marriage is not a bad thing I think it's a beautiful thing it's not a bad thing at all it's a good thing but when we start factoring in, I mean, and this is just even beyond before marriage, like who you dating and who you sleeping with and who, you know what I'm saying? You friends with all of that stuff is important. And we just want to surface at the end of the day. And then when it's all said and done and your feelings is in it and your feelings is hurt and somebody done treated you some kind of way because you have to take responsibility that you chose this person. And you opted to be with this person and you opted to spend time with this person and you opted to invest in this person and you opted to believe in this person and you you chose that. I chose my ex-husband. You know what I'm saying? And the fact of him choosing me too, but I chose it. Now, did I choose behavior and all this other stuff? No, not at all. But me choosing him, that came along with it. So then... You know, by default, yeah, I did choose that. And then when I decided that that's not what I wanted no more, but based on all this other stuff, because again, yeah, in my thoughts, yeah, I would have stayed a long time after the fact. But then when there's certain things playing out, you just can't stay certain places. You just can't. Like when you built a certain way, it's just like, that's not okay. Because what we're not doing is sharing no man. That's what we're not doing. And what we're not doing is being treated some kind of way. We're not doing that. What we're not doing is being lied to and, all you know, all that other stuff. Okay, hallelujah, I'm over it. But you know what I'm saying, that part. So it, do, it does grieve me that relationships end. And especially covenant relationships My thing is with the people that I love and the people that I care about and my friends that are currently going through this, you know, I ask that they be kind to one another. I ask that, you know, it's not a a selfish thing for the most part, which 
Only God knows. But we know everything. That's the funny part. It says it's a way to a man that seems right, but the ends of destruction. I think I mentioned that the other day. We know everything. We know what God is saying. We know what he's not saying. We know what you doing, what I'm doing. We know everything. And yet, and still, I ask myself, how is that working for us? We can scrutinize and talk about people and, you know, be real nasty and cantankerous in our hearts about people and their things and their lives and stuff like that and wonder how is that working? We need to heal. We need to be mindful and thoughtful about what energy we putting out and we need to be mindful again about the relationships that we have and what we say that we love and what we care about and and our aim and to sustain relationships that we say are important to us or people that are important to us instead of going through the emotions and that your actions are showing something totally different because again people do get tired and ain't nobody gonna wait forever like get out of here that is an arrogant stance. You doing too much. That is an arrogant stance that you think that somebody going to sit here and beg you and wait for you. And that same energy you wouldn't even put out for not near nobody. Arrogant. You doing too much. Or the fact on the flip side, like you going to do everything they got this person you doing like the most like years after years after years after years and then you gonna flip on somebody like you the victim like if you don't get out my face like we really have some audacity and we take advantage of people you got audacity to think that you're going to keep on victimizing somebody and talking to them crazy, saying all like you doing too much and ain't nobody. And then when somebody want to love you and want to embrace you and want to be you all fighting and standing and you, and you need medication, you need help, you need a therapist or something because you doing too much. And that's what I said. I'm not a therapist by trade. I promise you. And some of this stuff with this mentality and this audacity that people have in relationships is too much. You weigh it on somebody's love in their heart and then you have the audacity to think that they don't want to breathe. That they literally want to love you but you make it really difficult. They really want to care but you make it really hard and again, I understand that love conquers a whole, but we still trying to develop and learn what it is. So you got a lot of nerve to be putting somebody through a whole lot of foolishness. Because you decide one morning you wake up that you don't feel like it no more. Or you decide that 
oh, you have a problem with this person for whatever reason. After, I mean, I know people like done did the most, like for real, for real, for somebody. And it's never, you got people, it's just never going to be enough. And that's the part. It's just never going to be enough for you. It's never going to be enough for them. Like, you, it don't matter what you do or don't do or how you do it. It's just never enough. I send somebody some, why you sit? Like, oh my God, are you serious right now? Good morning. Just never going to be enough. And when you get that and you learn that, it's like, okay, I'm going to have to love you from a distance because me being close to you is going to make me punch you right in your face because you're doing too much. In 2024, that part. Love you. It just, you know, I told somebody the other day and, you know, I'm just, it's just things that's just, I'm I'm more sensitive to. Marriage and betrayal, divorce, you know, triflingness, those things. I mean, I'm, it irks me. I'm very sensitive to that. My whole demeanor and my conversation is different. Because it's touchy subjects to me. Because, again, when you talk, like, I want us to thrive. You know, teamwork make the dream work. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that part. And I don't like to be lied to or, or betrayed or know somebody that's been lied to or betrayed or again we have this this we we have this false sense or you know hindsight and all this other stuff that again we're not mature enough to sit and talk about or we don't have endurance or again you told me I have options so I don't have to put up with a whole lot of stuff and so when somebody decides to put up with you you better be thankful because nobody has to Nobody has to. Our imperfect selves. Our imperfect selves. Nobody has to put up with nobody. And so for you to take it for granted or to be um, the audacity to be like a bird for real, for real. Like somebody have to. Nobody has to. Because of free will, because of choice. Because you so perfect, get out of here. None of us. None of us. And it's a difference of what we've done and what we continue to do. And if somebody is aiming to be a better person today than they were yesterday, then you give them grace and you give them mercy. If somebody apologizes to you genuinely, wholeheartedly, you take it for what it is. Nobody's saying that you got to go and journey with them or to give them an opportunity to offend you again or whatever. Nobody is saying that. But again, you're not even giving people opportunities to be right. How dare you? You're not even giving people opportunities to get it together. I understand there are people who will never, ever, I'm, I'm going to say that definitively, who are going to be trifling for the rest of their lives. I know it. In my whole being, I know that there are people that exist like that. But everybody is not like that. We have to have an exception to the rule. We have to. Because, again, if you're so perfect and you was able to transform and you was able to, you know, go unscathed and, you know, to make it out, I'm sure you ain't the only one. 
We have some nerve. And so even as we have entered into this new year that I'm thankful for and I have given my early year rent, <laughs> I pray that we be better people for having transitioned into another year, not being the same old fickle and, you know, um, non-friendly or, you know, again, not allowing relationships to flourish and have their best. We have to be able to go through things. Things have to be able to be in the fire. Like that is a part of life. And I guess that that's when you determine and you find out who really about this life. But what I'm not doing and what I would not do, I'm not going to be beaten up by people. And I'm not going to be treated some kind of way because you don't feel better about yourself. And in fact, learning to let stuff go. If we're not supposed to continue to walk together, I completely understand. And Lord, help me to have the maturity, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the resources in order to understand that and to move on. Because again, ain't nobody trying to hold nobody hostage. And ain't nobody sitting here playing with somebody, especially at our older age, when stuff is not is not as many choices as it used to be, or the fact that you put somebody in an undue position in order to see if they gonna trip up or if they really loved you or if they really cared or if they really your friend and blah blah. Ain't nobody got time. We need to make better choices. That part. And what's that song? If you don't know me by now. You will never, never, never know me. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That part. Hallelujah. Happy New Year. Imagine my face.